Good morning, wonderful listeners. You've tuned into Post Session Podcast, a podcast filled with the stoke of a surf session and the wise guidance of an ocean voyager. Your water-loving hosts are ready to share this infectious state of mind while encouraging and inspiring you for for your next adventure. Okay. Yeah, as you were saying. We were scrunched together because we're Zooming with one... (laughs) laptop yeah yeah usually we're spread out we look all comfortable but because we're trying to stick both of our big fat heads in the camera on my laptop we're kind of um squished together a little bit i like it (laughs) um well you know what let's Let's get going yeah hello post-session podcast listeners laurel and i are together again (laughs) And today from afar, from Stewart, Florida, we have Lizzie Fowler, who's joining us uh, to talk about a bunch of cool stuff. Hey, Lizzie. Hello, guys. Nice to be here. Nice to have you. If you guys are watching on video, um, you can tell Lizzie's a surfer. She looks the part with the long (laughs) hair. You look like uh, Queen Elsa, actually. (laughs) I like that. But without like all that. the, uh, <laughs> without so much emotional stunting. Yes, yes. And she's in a, in a hammock chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of the eye. And yeah. I like the warm. Yeah. Queen Elsa was a mess. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Lizzie here, I met um, because she's doing a really cool project on Flow State. She's a, a, a film producer. That's what she is, right? High five. <laughs> yes. Woo! Woo! Director and producer. Director and producer. You actually need to talk to Lizzie. Yeah. Uh, after we have the that show. In common. Yeah. So she's a director and a producer. She does all kinds of, of, of cool things. And now she's embarking on a new project, which she's told me a bit about um, on the flow state, which is especially interesting to freedivers. Well, to me, yeah. As a freediver or, or any athlete, really. Or, all, well, we'll get into it. And okay. surfers, too. All kinds of people. Absolutely. <laughs> so let's see. To get the dust the cobwebs off here, um, before we kind of get into the the meat of things, we're going to start with our post session notes. And these are the post session notes. Is just what you've been doing in the water lately. You've been surfing. What you been doing? <laughs> Me? Well, I just got back from a trip in St. Pete, um, and I got to work with a professional spear fisherman woman. Um, and I got to shoot for her upcoming cookbook. So I got to go spear fishing with her and then watch her cook the fish she just caught on the beach. It was a, she caught a nice hogfish. So that was my first time trying that. Um, she made a nice pineapple ceviche with avocado, onion. Yeah, I that sounds like that a bummer. Kind of <laughs> yeah. That is really cool. It's really cool that you were with a female, too. I hate to blow up her oh, spot, yeah. but Ren <laughs> shot a 17-pound hogfish yesterday. Where? 17 pounds. And Amazing. I know in St. Pete, hers was not 17 pounds. <laughs> where where no, did he they get aren't. <laughs> uh, He went offshore to the, to the, to the shoals, to Frying okay. Pan Tower. Oh, yeah. wow. So, wow, that's really, Amazing. really cool. When does her book come out? It comes out in spring 2023, and her publisher is Barnes & Noble. So, really exciting. Bam. Get it, girl. Wow. And you Yeah, did... I found that out on the boat. <laughs> and you're doing the filmography. You're, you're producing what for her? Well, I just did all of the lifestyle shots and, the, and some of the, like, 
cooking and land shots. Um, so it was just a, a photography shoot, which is really nice. Cause yeah, she's probably going to use it for that. her. She's yeah. probably going to use that for her um, book. Yeah. So just kind of a yeah. Is it video or is it stills? Did you do both? Stills. She said. It's it's well, it's just a, a cookbook. But the way she's making it is, it talks to the readers about su- sustainable uh, fishing, how to cook fish. It kind of educates the people about that. So I think it's a really cool concept behind her her book. Yeah. It's not just recipes. It's the education of the ocean. How do you know if fish is being caught right and educating the public about that. I bet it was Mm -hmm. a relief to just do a a photo shoot for a change and (laughs) not have as many moving parts. So you weren't doing video, you were doing just stills. Okay. Yeah, I just did photos and then we got to take out the water housing and dive with her. Sweet. It was, and I asked her, I was like, what's your breath hold when you're spear fishing versus when you're free diving? She was like, oh, it's so much better when I'm spearfishing. <laughs> She's like, I, my, <laughs> and then I was telling her about you and I was like, well, like, why don't you like work on the free diving more? And she's like, I want to be task saturated when I'm down there. I want to be looking for a fish. She's like, mm. I don't want to just be diving. <laughs> she wants to hide from herself. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I get I mean, it though. <laughs> that makes sense to me for someone who kind of struggled in, the yeah. breath hold, like having a task makes sense. Like I have something else to focus on besides oh, yeah. trying to tame yeah. the brain. Well, it was cool though. Cause she has a really similar story. Um, well, interesting. She was a, a lawyer, um, until about 10 years ago. And then she went, um, spear fishing and she was like, I love this so much. <laughs> um, and then she did a free diving class after that. She was like, all right, I need to learn to hone in my skills. She's like, and I had a panic attack because I realized how afraid I was of like certain things oh, wow. in the ocean. Mm-hmm. But then now she's like something that scared me so much is now something that I can't live without. Like, I just love spearfishing. It's yeah, really cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's a good we story. We need to interview of, her. Yeah. Yeah, we could. Yeah. We could. <laughs> Pass her along. <laughs> cool, Lizzie. That's cool. You got to do something like that. Um, yeah. What, you want to share your recent rendezvous? Yeah, sure. Well, just uh, there's been swell here. Yay. And Woo. yeah, so um, I'm in a Wrightsville Beach Longboard Club and we do a yearly surf swap. And I got a new board, a new Ooh. used board. So you guys swap boards. So yeah, we got a um, an a f- official longboard because I really only rode a longboard when I first learned to surf. Oh. And I have on a whim signed up for Queen of the Point, uh, First Point Malibu inaugural women's contest in Malibu. And I need a longboard. <laughs> so, oh, wow. I know. I was back Asswords, whatever you call that. But um, <laughs> so I signed up and now I've got a board. <laughs> and now you got to practice on and it. And now I got to practice on well, it. Well, have you enjoyed transitioning to a longer board? Has it been real fun or? I can't believe, you know, I always thought the shorter board is more of a workout because you're paddling harder, working harder to get in waves. But mm-hmm. because you're riding so many more waves on the long board, I'm paddling, you know, I'm riding <laughs> in and then paddling back out. I realize I'm getting more cardio on this longboard. 
And my first day oh, out was yeah. Sunday and we had a nice four foot swell and clean. And it was just like, I was a little oh. afraid because this surfboard's nine eight. So And you're... <laughs> and you're a whopping five four five four yeah and so I was I was like am I gonna be able to turn this hefty little fella and it was no problem yeah no well problem. you're experienced yeah yeah you're not afraid of a challenge so that was exciting that's exciting cool yeah that's cool um well let's see I eh, just started talking to Laurel about uh surfing you know <clears throat> the whole family has been talking about surfing this summer yeah, Ani too. She's you know I want to try surfing again. Blah blah blah. Oh, so I'm. I think maybe I'll go on a few exploratory jaunts with you first. Just me. Mm-hmm. Get back into the swing a little bit, and then um, yeah, when school's out, we'll we'll start doing that. But school's out for summer. Finally, coming. <laughs> But diving is cold right now, teaching a bunch of classes in the cold quarry. Nothing much to report. It's all work right now. It's all work. Well, you're going to get out there and surf, so that's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, Shall we move on, ladies? I think we should move to the injustice of the week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you bring an injustice? A what? <laughs> Did you bring an injustice of the week? Don't worry if you didn't, because we've got a good one. What's getting your okay, good right well, now? What's an injustice that you want to discuss? Come on, there's there's some in, in, light topics out there. Ukraine, Roe v. Wade. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> in injustice? Well, it can be a funny injustice. Like, you know, our injustice of the week can be... Oh, a- something light. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I have a good one. So there was certain ways that I had to pose my subject for the cookbook because her sponsors as a female don't like the way certain things look. So I think that is an injustice. Tell us about it. What do you mean? Well, I'm always interested in the ways that, you know, especially female athletes have to deal with Things that men don't when it comes to photographs, sponsorships, and the way that things have to look a certain way, how they have to cover certain things because they can't, you know, use that photo. And I'm always just irked by that because if a woman's beautiful and they're in their craft, they shouldn't have to hide anything in in action. It shouldn't be something that they should have to think about, you know? Mm -hmm. So are you talking about holding or um, like covering her booty? Are you talking about covering the brand of her wetsuit because of another sponsor kind of thing? Oh, no, yeah. I'm just talking about, like, the way the body's shaped. Like, if she's in, like, a certain way underwater, it's like, oh, like, that's a beautiful shot, but, like, there's, like, too much butt, you know? And I'm like, she's wearing a wetsuit that's, like, skin tight. You know, there's nothing much you can do about Yeah, that. there's nothing much you can do. See? So, so they're making judgment calls on her body, like, the shape of her body, you know, if if it doesn't look attractive by their terms is what you're saying. Hmm. Oh, like if mama has yeah, a little and meat. I struggle with. I sh- <laughs> well, I struggle with that Um, when I shoot some of the surf competitions like the Outer Banks Pro. Um, you'll get these beautiful shots of them turning on the wave. Right. But if they have too much butt hanging out, you can't use that. Mm-hmm. So you have to. 
you have to really angle, you know, your shots to, you know, and sometimes it's just a beautiful angle and it, it, it's feminine and it's powerful, you know, but, but is just it certain standards? I don't know who wrote up. Right? Is it always because the girls are just so unbelievably attractive that <laughs> they can't hide their beauty and so the, and the sponsors don't like it? Or is it because the crotch is showing? Or maybe their bathing suit doesn't flatter well, them quite as much because they're chunkier or something like that. I don't know. I mean, it, in my opinion, it's like if a woman wants to rock something in competition and that makes them feel confident as long as like everything that's, you know, really inappropriate and showing, then I think it's it's powerful and it's beautiful. You know, if it makes them feel confident, then I, I support them wearing that. You know, if it's like, if we have a lot hanging out fully, then that that's a little different, <laughs> you know. Well, we, I'm we really curious that. <laughs> uh, your opinion, because at different times, I'm a little taken aback when, say, yeah. I'm out in the out in the waves, and um, you know, a girl is catching a wave and she's wearing the thong bikini, and like that oh, initial yeah. <laughs> pop up, it is in your face the because she's bent over and yeah. the only thing that's really showing is cheek spread and then the, the crotch. And I see, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Cause most of them in competition are wearing spring suits. So that's kind of all we're like, dealing with. Okay. So, okay. Okay. So I was, wasn't sure yeah. which you were referring to. I but, wasn't either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I so know if what it's you're in a spring about, suit, what the like, heck? <laughs> yeah. Cause I could see where a sponsor might, that shy away from certain shots because they're trying to appeal to maybe children also or mm -hmm. whatever. But Absolutely. I have the opposite um, problem from your girl because my sponsor, I, I wanted one of these kind of nice like little one piece suits that's long sleeve, but no pants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he told me absolutely not. What? <laughs> Why? Because he's like, trust me, you're not going to like the way you look at that thing. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, and I do have a picture of Ren wearing it, and it's quite, uh, you know, it's 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 scant, it's, it's scant. scant. But basically, yeah, he just didn't want me stuffing my mom bod into his little suit. I guess is what happened. Oh, I wrote him pretty hard about that one. Okay, good. All right. Well, all I gotta say is Lizzie is an artist, and don't you be holding her back. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think, you know, you you being a woman and then you're representing women. I mean, you are kind of that mediator sometimes between the subject and the buyer and or the. Absolutely. And yeah. So, and so you are kind of on the forefront of being an advocate for the mm -hmm. person who's being shot or, or in that in that realm. So kudos to you for I, getting yeah. tough. Well, I mean, I think it's finding a nice balance mm -hmm. too. Sure. There's there's some surf um Kat Myers out of Australia. She shoots a lot of women surfing um for the World Surf League and, and for Roxy and Billabong. And her shots are absolutely beautiful. And she just encaptures that to a to a T. Mm -hmm. You know, and mm -hmm. she's rocking the industry right now. So oh, Woo! that's cool. <laughs> I think Lizzie's probably like the Kat Myers of the of uh, South Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> South Florida. <laughs> Shall we dive deeper? Yeah. I really, let's, flush, 
Flush the injustice. Flush yeah. the injustice down the yeah, Flush it. <laughs> um, Lizzie, I, I just want to give you the opportunity today to talk about your project because you, you, I'll give you a little backstory. She reached out to me a while ago um, about this flow state thing that, that, that she was doing. Mm-hmm. And she was interested in free diving being a part of it. And she actually came to Florida, the Florida Springs, to take our class which um, I recommended just so you could kind of see the inner workings of <laughs> some of the aspects of what we do. And then Lizzie came back and spent two days or two half days, whatever, um, with me just learning about the sport, learning mm-hmm. about, you know, my perception of what's going on and whatever. But the cool thing about her Flow State project is she's really focusing on the brain and, and the science uh, potentially behind the flow state. So why don't you tell us a little bit about... Which is something you like. Love and, it. And I love that she came to you because, you know, you're the boss. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Well, boss, I'm just... Babe. I'm lucky that somebody knew me that she talked to, directed her. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> tell us about your project. Yeah. So it kind of... It started off not as the concept it is now, which is really interesting. Um, so I was making an art documentary and then I was filming this woman out in Aspen, Kelly Peters, painting in the in the backcountry. So she paints out in the in the wilderness. She hikes out with her stuff and paints. And around 10 minutes every time, she would get into these states where she would start working a lot faster. She was making her decisions a lot quicker. And I was like, this is happening every time I'm filming, what's going on? Um, so then I started to, to film and collect all of this data. Um, and then I was like, I wonder if anybody else has found this exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So I went on, on Google and found a researcher at Oxford University who had just written about this exact same thing. Um, the unflow state in, in 2D and 3D artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yes. And so I reached out to her and said, I have all of the footage to back up your data and what you just found. Do you want to partner and see if we can work together? Because I would rather have it be used. Yeah, exactly. Um, She was absolutely. And then a few months later, I flew out to Oxford. And um, now we're... now we're collaborating for six more episodes. That is so (laughs) So cool. It's really exciting. Uh, but the um, goal is that a lot of this neuroscience, sometimes when you read the papers, they're hard to break down, hard for you to have any big takeaways, mm-hmm. you know, to really learn something that you can move throughout your life with. Um, and this flow state research is really powerful because we we all might not have found our, our, our thing that we can connect with fully yet. Um, but this series kind of opens the um, door for v- viewers to see people who are in what that's doing for them, how it's working in the brain. And the goal is each episode, you get a little bit deeper into the neuroscience. So that way you can begin to understand it more. That sounds crazy cool because, well, <laughs> number one, you're building awareness. Like even if you've never heard of flow state, and don't understand Mm -hmm. it just having that representation we hear a lot about that word but even in something new like that being able to see oh this is what's happening because i'm sure a lot of people will watch and go oh that's already happening to me and then other people Mm -hmm. may 
be, oh, I, I didn't even know that was possible. And how and and learning from you and, and this other researcher, w- what steps they could take practically. Well, Absolutely. You know what I want to do real quick before we get any deeper is maybe just loosely define flow state for anybody out there that's not familiar at all or, or hasn't you know read a book about it or whatever. Yeah. So the way I most best describe flow state is one, it has a lot of different names. So you might have heard it as a runner's high or I was super in the zone. Um, There's a lot of different names for it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you can name it whatever you want. (laughs) Um, But it's when you become completely absorbed in a task that your focus, distraction shift way back here. So you're fully in that moment. And you might look at your clock after and be like, oh my gosh, that was only like a minute, but it felt like forever. Um, but it, it helps you. It's another word for when you become fully p- present in the moment at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and throughout the series, we'll define further what that exactly is. But your prefrontal cortex temporarily shifts off when you turn into the unflow state, which allows that per- perception to shift, um, mm. making time slow down, making you become more focused. Um, so throughout the series with the fMRI and a few other new devices that we're working on, we'll be able to learn more about what's actually going on in the brain oh. or hopefully find out some new, new things. You, you know, what's cool. fascinating about that. You mentioned the prefrontal cortex and I'm glad you did. Cause it's like the, the CEO of, of the brain, you know, it's the one that's like mm-hmm. operating everything. And when we sleep, the prefrontal cortex will also shut down, mm-hmm. you know, that so that mm. everything is just uh, nobody's in charge. <laughs> Nobody is running the ship, yeah. you know, and I think it's really interesting that you can be fully um, a- a- awake and maybe only partially conscious, though, because that there's nobody driving the ship like you say in this flow state. Everything is automatic at that point, And I think that's pretty interesting absolutely and like further on in possible seasons um i recently got to collaborate with an astronaut (laughs) which is pretty cool um and he was like this series is really interesting but he was like further on it would be cool to see where courage comes into play Mm. you know like where does that come from is that just based off your life experience if you're a courageous person or is it something in the brain you know and i was like oh my god season two I don't yeah even, that's a- write it yeah. down season two courage oh my gosh that is yes. that sound i mean i i cannot even wait like now i want to know everything yeah. about that hey it's actually awesome huh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um yeah well, can you tell me lizzie ashley's tried and we haven't even spent that much time together, so she really didn't even tell me the full <laughs> your story, like how you got into yeah. this. I know there was a an incident, a inciting incident that maybe we'd call it in the writing world. But tell me the origin of this for you, personally. Yeah, yeah. so it's one of those things where about halfway through making this pilot episode, I was like, I'm making a series about the brain. And then I was like, wait, I have a brain injury. And it was kind of like this weird thing where I just disassociated them. And then I was like, oh, like this kind of makes sense. Um, 
But yeah, so six years ago, I was in college playing college volleyball and a girl accidentally, her knee hit the back of my head. We were going for the same ball. Mm -hmm. So I was squatting down about to jump. She was already in the air. Knee hit full impact to the back of my head. Um, And then, yeah. And then my head bounced off the floor three times, twice on my temple and then one straight back. Wow. Um, apparently it's pretty loud. I don't remember it. So I think my brain did me a nice favor and yeah. just kind of was like, you, you don't need to, you don't, you don't need, need to remember that. That was yep. your teammate. Then. <laughs> that was your teammate. If her knee hit your head. Um, well, all right. Well, it was, she, well, uh, yeah, they had to like pull her off. Cause you know, she was like, Oh my God. Apparently it was so loud that people across the gym, like heard it. And mm. it was kind of like one of those moments where like, no one really knows what to do. Cause it's like, you know, it was loud. Yeah. Um, yeah. But once they called the EMTs, they just like, I think what they told me was they were really worried about my C, my C spine. So they wanted to make sure that like, I wouldn't be paralyzed or anything like, like that. So they just made sure no one, you know, you. messed with me. Yeah. And then I was in the hospital for about a while. <laughs> um, and then when I woke up, I was blind and wow. I had like a five second recall and every, yeah, it was like 50 first dates. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I kept telling my mom if they could turn the lights on, that would be great. Um, but, <laughs> oh, no. You're a poor but, mother. But, but yeah. yeah. Right. Mm. But like going, going through that experience and like, um, coming out of that brain injury and um, coma, it, it was a life-changing experience because recovering from a TBI, once I got my vision back, I realized I didn't remember who my parents were. So I had to re-meet my family and I realized I only had two choices in that situation. And that was to either choose to focus on everything that I don't have. I lost my taste and smell. Um, I, but all I cared about was like every day I was something new and I was like, Oh my gosh, I can see, I can see around me. Like, I don't care if I don't know these people yet because I'm so excited to be where I'm at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, and they say a lot of brain injury patients or people who are, who have had it mindset is half of the recovery process because if you're not, putting endorphins into your brain, then you're not helping your recovery. So. Well, um, I think it's, a, do you think that, that that experience, is that what made you so interested in the brain? Or is it that experience with I mean, watching the painter and exploring for yourself that something was happening? Or both? I think it's both. Yeah, I think it's both. And I have been told by a few mentors, too, that I am in for it as I go deeper into this research. Mm -hmm. Um, Because every time we we take another step forward, I'm making these personal connections on a level with my injury that kind of allows me to look at really hard things and be like, okay, well, like that was just my brain. I can't be afraid to look at these struggles, you know, mm-hmm. of going, going through a traumatic brain injury. Cause you're healing for a lifetime. It's not just, right. mm-hmm. I did it, <laughs> you know, and that's okay. Which is the biggest thing. You know, what's unique about Lizzie that I found out through getting to know her is that 
although the the brain injury is definitely a marker in life right like a a bcad kind of mm-hmm. defining Moment. point sure. it it doesn't define her like you don't um <laughs> you don't you haven't taken on that as your identity no, and proof no. of that proof of that would be that recognition in the midstream of your project going oh wait oh yeah i have, I have a brain some, injury i have a brain injury <laughs> you know so that's how um far from it defining you it really is yeah. kind of this thing that it wasn't even in the forefront of your mind that 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 was part of this so that's encouraging that's yeah. really cool yeah yeah and i don't know i was kind of weary of sharing it for a while in the series because i was like i don't want it to i don't know i made up Be about you right. um and then <laughs> and then i started sharing people about my story and they were like but this puts such a unique perspective on the project and then i was like wow that's pretty interesting and then i thought about more and i was like people who have traumatic brain injuries hopefully it helps them too to explore okay like Mm-hmm. Yeah, so something bigger than myself is what I'm about. Me yeah. too. And even if you don't narrate the series, as the as the producer director, you are very much the narrator. <laughs> yeah. And um, I like that the voice of the series is is going to be somebody like you who uh, has a vested interest in the brain. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's more believable, more. Involved. It's more meaningful, and uh, even if it's not a person watching that has had a traumatic brain injury, many, probably most of us, have someone in our lives that had a pro- pro- traumatic brain injury or some type of brain injury. My little brother has a brain injury. They don't. They think maybe it happened in the birth canal or, or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, so I think it yeah. would be encouraging to all anybody that's been in any kind of. Um, you know, six degrees of separation from that. Yeah, exactly. It's all of us. Especially nowadays, we just need more positive positivity and just people yeah, doing things that make them feel alive. And I want to see that. When are we expecting to start hearing some some buzz about this project and some like, yeah, what are we going to do? When, when's it, How I mean, long I do we have to wait? Yeah. Yeah, so I am headed out to Mountain Film Festival next weekend, and I have a meeting with a big production company. Um, so that will be really exciting. But right now, um, I'm making a lot of strides in knocking out the research for the next three episodes um, because I can do that ahead of time, mm-hmm. and then we can film the rest of it once the research is done. So I'm focusing on focusing on those first three episodes. Um, and once we start getting that research going, I want to reach out to a lot of different plat- platforms and start sharing, hey, this is some groundbreaking research that we're working on, and it's linked with a series that's coming. Yeah. Um, and I would like to do a limited tour, kind of like a TED Talk, with the researchers and the subjects to share those first four episodes yeah. um, before going, going to streaming. Because I think it's it needs to be shared in the audience where they can be able to ask questions, further the research. And I just think it would be a great experience. I love that idea. I love that idea, too, because then it also may be some research for you guys, because you're probably going to have some feedback that's mm-hmm. going to be critical in the next steps. 
Very cool. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I would be interested in getting Tio Tony involved when she's at a point to kind of show some people yeah. and stuff because he's yeah. a he's our resident neuropsychologist. Yeah, surfing buddy. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Evil villain. Get some feedback <laughs> from him and um and Evil also do villain. a show. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have a little. Uh, script that we wrote and in it he plays the evil villain. He does so. play the evil villain. And a really good one. Oh. Actually. <laughs> yeah. I love I love that. Um so we'll when when it's when it's more ready, we'll get him involved and help however we can and do a showing Plug. here at oh, Russell yeah. Beach or something. Yes, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Very cool. Um we're gonna need to tread into Godwaters. Let's do it. Okay, so um, Laurel and I always end with with Godwaters because we're believers, and that's just how we kind of wrap everything up. Beautiful and for Lizzie. Yeah, I chose on the fly <laughs> Hebrews twelve one. Let us run with endurance the race it is set before us. And I didn't provide a lot of background, or you we know, don't have time for a lot of background. No, we don't. But if <laughs> oh, if this recording shuts out, I'll send you another link, and we'll start. And we'll just have run splice it. Okay. But anyway, um, yeah, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us because I think she's really, um, and that's what she she did. Mm-hmm. She came out of the TBI and running. Uh, yeah, and just ran the race. Yeah, and it is is still <laughs> running it and um, didn't really look back. I think there's a piece of this that's implied in the scripture is not looking back. You know, like what what could have been or, or regret or, mm-hmm. or whatever, but looking to the goal, looking to the finish line, looking ahead mm-hmm. and running the race. So part of being successful in the race is taking what you have in this moment and maybe getting in that flow state <laughs> and Full start running. Full freaking circle. Oh, yeah. What do you think, Liz? I like, I like the... Um, I like the word in endurance too, because that popped up to me immediately. Because Ashley too is a woman of in endurance. The whole time that she was talking about, you know, free diving, she's like, "This stuff is hard work, and you know, it's not something that I just go down." It's like, "Whoa, this feels great," (laughs) you know. Like I love diving to this depth. It's like it takes work, and it takes coming back, and it it you have to keep working hard in order to, you know, get to that goal. But I think the working hard is where you learn the most too. So it's the, the most important part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The endurance, that's the rewarding part is just the push through. Yeah, for some anything. of us would call it it's the fun. worst part. <laughs> yeah. The push through or even maybe with an accident, but also uh, in writing rejection letters or whatever that you just can kind of keep your eyes focused and not let derailments take you out because it'd be easy to go. This this isn't going to happen. You're good at that kind of endurance. Like just uh, (laughs) keeping things in perspective, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't have that kind as much. Well, I don't have your kind. Fear (laughs) of failure. Fear of failure. (laughs) <laughs> does not compute Ugh. but um anyway that was good that was a good way to wrap it up too yeah uh thank do you, you have I love anything it. else you want to contribute any last thoughts 
Do you guys have any more questions? This, this is awesome. I, you guys are great. We, we could ask you a million questions, but what I would prefer is um, doing another episode and where see where you've gotten and kind of maybe we're on the foreground uh, or forefront of this release or this next yeah. phase for you so that we can really hype it up. Yeah, with you. I'd love to do that. Yeah. My my next step is actually next month is the first time that they'll be using this new neural device to study um, neuron ag- activity for spear wow. fishermen and free divers in Croatia at the end of June. So that's my next update. Oh, that sounds cool. Sweet. Y'all, keep up yeah. with us. Keep up with Lizzie. Is there a way that they, people can keep up with you? Uh, do you have like a social media or something? I do. I do. It's all linked off of my website. So it's just lizziefowlerart.com. We will link to all that stuff in the show page. I'll make sure I do some really good. Oh, and also, Lizzie, if there's, I, I usually just um, go to people's Instagram page and pull some photos and stuff. But if there's anything special that you want to include, you can send that to me. Like if it's related to yeah. the project or even, even if it's like a headshot of you that you'd rather be on there than whatever's on your Instagram. Let me know. No problem. Yeah, no problem. And then we said, yeah, is there anything else you want to, oh, we're going to do a second episode. That's right. Yeah. We probably should. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. But um, we just scratched the surface. Barely, barely scratched the surface. <laughs> barely. But this was so fun. I really appreciated meeting you. And um, I want to tell our listeners, sign up for our newsletter so you can be kept abreast. Please go to LizzieFowler.com. Lizzie Fowler Art. Lizzie Art. Fowler Art. Dot com to find out more about this courageous, cool uh, artist, photographer, cinematographer, and yeah. filmmaker. Maybe she'll come back here. And, and best. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we, we, we all need to go surf and then do the podcast. Yes. Oh, so that's we can a have great our idea. Notes together. Yeah, that's <laughs> a great idea, actually. I love it. I love yeah. it. All right. That's it? That's it. And okay. um, if you're an Apple Podcast listener, please give us a review. Tell us what you think. That's Have right. a great day. That's right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Lizzie. Bye, Lizzie. Thank you. Bye. See you soon.